is Attorney General of the United States of America, not the Attorney General of Donald Trump. I don't trust Barr. I trust Mueller. All right. Nancy Pelosi yesterday, Speaker of the House, after Attorney General Barr said that the Trump campaign was spied upon. The question is whether or not it was uh, justified or not. Okay, so he later said not spying surveilled. All right. Well, the morons of cable news are just making such a big deal over the word. It's just hilarious. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's, to some people, does spy automatically mean something wrong happened, but surveil doesn't? When I hear, I, if I hear I've been surveilled, I think something wrong may have happened. Right. I want to know if it's justified or not. Well, well, when he clarified, literally within 60 seconds, you know, who cares which word? But to the core issues... Um, really interesting stuff about uh, surveilling a, a political campaign and how we decide whether that's justified or not. And Stephen Dynan is reporting on that, among other things. He's a national political correspondent for the Washington Times and joins us now. Stephen, how are you, sir? I'm great. How are you guys? Uh, terrific. We appreciate you being with us. Uh, so how do you look at what uh, the attorney general said and, and the story at large? What's it's a, what is it truly a story about? Well, you guys have it exactly right. This is this is a uh, a whole lot of consternation over a word which, when I heard him say it, I was I was covering the hearing at the time, and when I heard him say it, I knew exactly what he was talking about. He meant, uh, you know, he, he used spying in the literal word spy. Yes, the Trump campaign, the uh, FBI went and got a surveillance warrant, a snooping warrant, which meant that they spied on the Trump campaign, uh, technically spied on them. He did not mean it necessarily with all of those other connotations. And as you guys said, if you want to use the word surveillance, uh, that's fine. I think I agree with you guys. It has the same connotation. What happened here was the government went out, got a Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act warrant to conduct uh, to conduct surveillance, wiretapping of a Trump campaign figure, and that's a very shocking thing. That's maybe Carter it's Page, justified. correct? Carter Page, okay. exactly. Mm-hmm. Maybe, uh, maybe it's justified. Maybe it's not justified. That's what he wants to get to the bottom of. That's not a strange question. There are a whole lot of people. I mean, President Trump is obviously asking that question in his very um, uh, uniquely strenuous way, <laughs> but there are uh, there are uniquely strenuous that's a good oh, phrase beautiful <laughs> there, there are plenty of other people who want to get to the bottom of that as well in in, in more measured terms and there's a good reason for that if people had gotten beyond what Barr said that word spying yesterday and listened to the rest of the explanation exactly what you guys just went through he talked about hey we went through in the 1970s we went through years of debate over how this came about that we did spy on political activities and political activists and we came up with rules those rules may not have been followed in this case. There are certainly some indications that they weren't followed correctly in this case. Let's get to the bottom of that. I don't know why that's shocking to people. Yeah, the Kennedys spied on Martin Luther King Jr. Right, right. And, well, it's a measure of how dumb our politics have become that, you know, the and Nancy Pelosi is ignoring, I think it was Lindsey Graham who said, in effect, you don't want Donald Trump to be able to turn the intelligence apparatus on Beto O'Rourke's campaign. I mean, that would not be, nobody wants that. This is not good. But instead, they're making a big deal over the, the term spying. But wasn't it looked into already by a committee? I remember Trey Gowdy saying, yeah, you know, we looked at this and it was an appropriate FISA. They had enough reason to take a look at what was going on. Well, so, yes, it's actually the House 
under Republican control did look into this. Uh, there's also currently an, a Justice Department Inspector General's review, which is due either next month or in June, so May or June. Uh, there's also, you may remember that Jeff Sessions, back when he was Attorney General, made an announcement that he actually had tasked a U.S. attorney out in Utah who has grand jury subpoena powers uh, to go ahead and look into this situation. So there are multiple investigations out there. All that, uh, that Barr actually said, and the for your listeners, this actually began on uh, where were Thursday today. So this began on Tuesday when uh, when Barr was asked about what he thought of the situation. He said, well, I'm reviewing it. And uh, then yesterday, senators in another hearing prodded him to say, well, what are you reviewing exactly? And he said, well, I think that the campaign was spied on. What I want to know is whether that spying was correct. The review he's doing is going back and looking at what uh, Trey Gowdy and the House came up with, looking at what the inspector general is going to come up with here in the next month or so, and presumably looking at what uh, this U.S. attorney out in Utah, Huber, is going to uh, report back on and taking a look at all that. It may Maybe that Barr comes back and says, hey, this is scary stuff, but they did go through all of the hoops, check all the boxes they needed to. This happened right. He did say yesterday that he has seen some things that cause him concern and wouldn't get into that. And that may be why people are, uh, are saying, hey, produce the proof or else don't say this. But, you know, from my standpoint... We'll know soon enough from the Inspector General's report what he found. He's the same guy who did the review on the FBI's investigation and handling of the Clinton investigation and found some problems there. He's, for that matter, the guy who exposed the Strzok and Page text messages that have become so integral to all of this this conversation over the last year. He's very thorough. Right. We'll wait and see what he says, and that'll sort of tell us a lot about what we need to know about where we go on whether the spying on the Trump campaign was legal and legitimate or not. This all just sounds like the healthy functioning of a republic to me. I mean, it's, it's just, boy. Uh, Stephen Dynan, national political correspondent, Washington Times on the on the uh, line. In your opinion, uh, is our politics or our media dumber at this point, Stephen? Oh, my goodness. No, don't oh, wow. answer, please. Uh, no. I, um, I, as a reporter, I'm going to say that the media is dumber uh, and, and the politicians are playing down. No, it's, I mean, I could go on for hours. No, we're just kidding. It, it, it's, it, it's awful. My, I've never seen i've been in the industry 20 years here in washington and i have never seen us as uh do as bad a job as we're doing right wow. now it, it's 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 really disheartening and uh, uh, there, you know there, there are a number of examples of it but it, it's just it's so disheartening and, and uh it, honestly <laughs> i'm not long for the in, uh, for the industry because of it well now wait a minute Be- <laughs> before you quit we'd love to chat with you again Stephen. well done really enjoy the conversation my pleasure. All right, let's do it again. Stephen Dynan, Washington Times. He was leaving the business, apparently. He's had enough. <laughs> he just he's fell with it. Like he's a, thrown up his hands. It's like a Magic Johnson moment. He yeah. just had a little right. impromptu press conference. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I I think they will get. I I have no concerns that they'll they'll get to the bottom of it and figure it out. And yeah, I think so. And I, I I'm it it bothers me that that was enough, perhaps, to spy on a presidential campaign. That worries me. That that that's the case. Well, God, I, it just seems like the bar should be so high for that because the opportunity to misuse it is so easy. Mm-hmm. Well, the uh, the allegation from those who think something improper happened is that the FBI and or folks who had influence over the FBI cooked up within the Obama administration, I should say, cooked up contacts that they then cited as reason to. Surveil Carter Page, later Paul Manafort, at, at all, um, and others. 
that that's the concern, and I don't know that to be true. I'm intrigued by what has been offered up by some people. That it reminds me of what we learned about stove piping, where you, as a government official, you leak a story to the media, and then you comment on that story, seeming to uh, confirm it to other media. Um, and therefore, it looks like, man, everybody's talking about this, but it's all you. And in that way, they think the somebody in the Obama administration was stovepiping these suspicious contacts with Russia. On the other hand, nobody made a General Flynn give a speech in Moscow and dine with Putin. Don't, um, but the, I, I still wonder. So it could be perfectly legit. And again, we need to ban F, former FBI agents from cable news because right. you can. They're they're now like economists and lawyers. You can find some that completely back your side or completely trash your side. But I saw a number of people that claim to know about this sort of thing that, yeah, you might do that, but you would tell the candidate, look, we we think this might be going on or this might be going on. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't be listening in on the candidate's phone calls, perhaps, with his campaign manager without him knowing. Right. Unless you believed the candidate was compromised. But that'd be a separate thing, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be part of the FISA warrant? Wouldn't you have to say, we believe... Donald Trump? If you're doing it right, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's otherwise what old man a, Barr is looking into. Otherwise, doing it right? otherwise, it is a fishing expedition. We yeah. got enough to get that guy, but we want to listen to that guy. Right, and that's the allegation. Well, and then you, you see the text from Peter Strzok and whatever, and how much animus he had for Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, what was the insurance policy? Why hasn't anybody answered that? And you can't have allegations without what, Joe? Alligators. That's Who are the right. alligators? You need to know that. I love that joke. But I, I, I'm not worried that, you know, anything's going to be swept under the rug or hidden or anything like that. Not at this point. No. no. I'm it, feeling pretty good that they'll get to the bottom of it. It'll be figured out. But the, listen, everybody, enjoy all day long the fake outrage from the media and politicians about the word spy. Spying. Man, it just surely we've plumbed the very depths of dumbness in this country and are going to rebound and head towards Smartville. Plumbing the depths of dumbness. It's the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. nation. Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, one more thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. This is the shot of him being taken from the Ecuadorian embassy by British police. Oh, my God. Look at him. Look at him. The beard. I have not seen him looking like that. Clearly not being taken willingly. He's being dragged uh, uh, to an extent to the police van. You know, that's uh, what they call uh, colloquially the perp walk or the grab shot. And that is a fascinating one. 
Not much of a perp walk for Julian Assange as he, uh, <laughs> they were carrying him, him and his beard. I don't know what the beard weighed, but. And then the best part was. Has the was, beard been charged? He's got this big old white David Letterman beard. So Julian Assange, who ran WikiLeaks, who exposed many of our nation's secrets, some for the good, many for the bad, um, had been holed up in an embassy in London for years. The Ecuadorians got tired yeah. of it and said, yeah, come on in and get him. So the British police came in and got him today and hauled him out. <laughs> carried him out to the van, him and his beard. Right. And uh, then he got in the van and gave the thumbs up to reporters. Hey, everything's fine. <laughs> Things are going good. Drag me out, threw me in this van. How are you? I'm good. They're sending me to the United States. I might be in jail for the rest of my life. Thumbs up. Yep. Good, good. <laughs> my beard game is superior on the other hand, so uh, we're good. Serious. Looking like an old-timey prospector there in his van or something. But, uh, boy, his uh, girlfriend, his one-time girlfriend, Pamela Anderson, is Wait, wait a second. Pissed. His girlfriend is Baywatch star Pamela Anderson? That is correct, Jack. Hey, what are labels? I mean, it's complicated. They're two adults. They enjoy each other's company. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me see. She's mad on her Twitter feed. So let me find the tweets. There is her flat belly and her large bosoms. Still or from the past? There's, um, I don't know. What's she look like now? I don't know. She tweeted it out like two days ago. She got to be 50, right? There she is about to make a speech looking lovely. Yeah, she's a very, very uh, pretty girl. I mean, yeah, she was Playmate of the Year like three times or something. There's a tweet about refugee rights in Europe. There's a tweet of her showing me her butt. Didn't she get one of them diseases from Tommy Lee, the drummer from Motley Crue? I believe it was the Hep C. Yeah. Uh, there's you a think tweet about uh, Antarctica you, losing ice, yes. You wouldn't think he'd get an STD from Tommy Lee. There are her boobs again and a quote from Bukowski. Oh, here we go. There we go. Uh, oddly enough, this is all in the last 24 hours. The boobs, the high knee, the Bukowski, all of it. Now, I'm in shock. I couldn't hear clearly what he said. He looks very bad. How could you, Ecuador? Because he exposed you. How could you, UK? Of course, you are America's Hmm, she uses the B word, folks. I'm so sorry. Of course, you are America's biatch, and you need a diversion from your idiotic Brexit bull-ass. I expect better language out of someone who is married to the drummer from Motley Crue. And the USA? This toxic coward of a president, he needs to rally his base? You are selfish and cruel. You've taken the entire world backwards. You are devils and liars and thieves, and you will rot with two T's. And we will rise, in all caps. Who's going to rise? Yes, all who's, of us. Who's rising? We will. Yes, and you will rot. And we will rise. Yes, and now here's my butt. Look at it. So Assange was, uh, he was yelling something as he was being carried into the van. It sounds something along the lines of, you can't resist or we will resist. Something about resist is all I heard. Don't you think I look like an imam? You yelled. Look at him. He looks like the blind shake. Can you can you go up a little bit? There was some writing below, some text below that. She said, "You are devils and liars and thieves." Okay. Right. You are devils and liars and thieves. Oh, oh my. my. Mm. Um. Before she said, "You will rot." I'm a devil and a liar, but I'm not a thief. Okay. That's it. That's it, just hurtful. It's just a fascinating aspect of the modern world, in that you get. The opinion of celebrity, all celebrities, on the news of the day. If you if you want yes. them, you don't need them. You don't need to listen to them. Much She's like obviously the, a fitness enthusiast. Very nice. 
Much like the uh, Mussolini's granddaughter getting into a Twitter fight with Jim Carrey, this is just a thing that happens <laughs> yeah, now, and yeah. we need to realize this. Yes, yes. When Julian Assange is a restaurant, we r- arrested. We hear what Pamela Anderson thinks of it. That's just part of modern life, and we just have to accept it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's down with the whales. I join her in that crusade. Better treatment for whales. Excellent. A couple of things from the New York Times I find interesting. One. They have an article about what you would and wouldn't find if Donald Trump did release his taxes. And they actually uh, spend some time talking about uh, there's a lot of things you wouldn't learn from the taxes. So you might be over expecting how exciting that would be. Yeah. Well, um, but then then they also say the taxes would show how much Mr. Trump has been paying in taxes and how aggressive he's been in reducing his tax bills. If he's not as aggressive as he can be within right. the law, he's a fool. So if you follow the law to the, the very end, then that's uh then you get beat up for that. That's the way the whole tax thing works. Another thing the New York Times is doing. Th- this but is- the one conclusion people never take from that is that we need serious reform of the tax code. But this is what I really wanted to mention from the New York Times. They got a new thing they're doing. Do you know who's watching you? As companies and governments gain new powers to follow people across the Internet and around the world, privacy is in dispute. The New York Times is embarking on a month-long opinion project to explore technology and where it's taking us. I'm happy to see that. The New York Times is going to spend months looking at your Googles, your Facebooks, your, your the United States government, and the way they handle our data and, and snoop on it. Pretty bipartisan issue, too, isn't it? Uh-huh. I don't think there's any great divide. No, absolutely. On how people look at this stuff. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, not a good day for Assange or Avenatti. What do you mean? The Assange gave the thumbs up. Appeared to be very happy. National Enquirer for sale and Kim K's surprising announcement. Good Lord. Good Lord. We are plumbing the depths of dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Stay tuned. Is this Motley Crue? The Armstrong and Getty Show. golf tournament known as the Masters starts today. Uh, and Jack, I just, it's a tradition unlike any other. Yes, I, I just, right. The Azalea line fair. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. <laughs> I just saw uh, a highlight uh, this morning of uh, some guy hitting a shot, dribbling across the lake and going up. Did you see that? Was that on oh, purpose? Yeah. yeah, they do that uh, for fun during the par 3 tournament oh, okay. to entertain that, the fans. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not something you would do in a, when you're actually trying to score? No. <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> It doesn't make it on to the other side of the lake, though. My, my ball just go you down into the water. serious stones if you do that on purpose. He yeah. skipped the ball across the lake and got it on the green, which is a pretty cool shot. Uh, let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Al, vowing to fight. Julian Assange's legal team says he will fight extradition to the United States after the WikiLeaks co-founder's arrest today in London. Assange taken out of the Ecuadorian embassy by force. Where I'm not Julian Assange. <laughs> I'm an old-timey prospector. <laughs> I just found gold down by the old mill. Thumbs up. (laughs) I'm David Letterman, Paul. I'm David Letterman, the wacky Indiana. Let me go. Assange has been holed up in the embassy for the last seven years. His supporters outside the embassy chanting, Nice beard, nice beard, nice beard. Oh, boy. His supporters. Who Who are you people to show up and chant when people get arrested? 
the Justice Department unveiling the criminal charges against him. They involve conspiracy to commit hacking of a classified Defense Department computer. Plus, claim jumping. And that's a damn lie. <laughs> Assange was allegedly working with former military intel analyst Chelsea Manning. The U.S. wants to extradite him from Great Britain. And again, he and his lawyers <laughs> vow to fight. To well, the bitter end. Right. They're going to claim he's a journalist. He was just printing leaked material, which is, you know, protected. Uh, and, and the prosecution's case, obviously, will be that he is part of a, uh, a non-state acting intelligence service. And where that ends will be really, really interesting to see unfold. I also, heard, I heard extradition trial to start May 2nd. I don't know if that means that's when he's here or if that's the trial that they need to have before he right. gets here. Right. That I don't know. Good question. And if you haven't seen the video, he does have quite the beard. WikiLeaks also says the Justice Department is building a case involving the leak of hacked Democratic emails during the 2016 election. So that is also another possibility. Oh, yeah. This will be another another story for us all to follow. Uh, Good God. Uh, another stellar individual, Michael Avenatti, is facing uh, tr- U.S. indictments on a number of uh, charges. They say Part the- of the increasingly crowded Democratic field for the presidency, Michael Avenatti touted highly as a candidate. U.S. indictment says Avenatti stole millions of dollars from clients, didn't pay his taxes, committed okay. bank fraud. So and that all lied. Didn't, that all didn't just happen since we became aware of him. He'd been doing that sort of thing his whole yep. life. Yeah, I'm before, guessing. during, and after. So, uh, so he he knew that I'm never going to be president or a candidate. I mean, this is all going to catch up to me at some point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The incredible vetting you go through as a presidential candidate. Forget it. He couldn't even get through the you know average dope lawyer staying out of jail vetting. The owner of the National Enquirer, American Media, has put it up for sale, along with two other tabloids, The Globe and The National Examiner. The Washington Post reported American Media has come under, quote, intense pressure from its board of directors and its controlling shareholder and asset management company to dump the Enquirer. This would be one of the fun things to do if you're a gazillionaire. I would buy them, and then I would just stop publishing them. Hmm. They'd just cease to exist. You're a highlights competitor now. Make me coloring stuff. <laughs> no way. I'd double down, man. I'd go full on and just subsidize it heavily, printing all the gossip that fits week after week. President may be a Martian, that sort of stuff. Right. Uh, it's more weekly world news. This is, this is you know, the, the president's sleeping with so-and-so. Right. Right. Yeah. All right, Mike. I just hate to not have that as part of the national landscape, Jack. You know? All right, Michael, stand by, please, because we have Kim Kardashian news. Kim K wants to be a lawyer like her late father, Robert Kardashian. Juice! (laughs) The reality show star tells Vogue she's planning on taking the bar exam in 2022. Kim K is... She's going to take the bar exam in two and a half years. Now, has she taken any law classes yet? No, but I hear she's a hell of a water polo player. <laughs> no. <laughs> Kim K has reportedly started a four-year apprenticeship at a San Francisco-based law firm. She started last year. Recently, yeah, she did play a role in helping get an ex-con drug trafficker released early right. by lobbying President Trump. As for how she can do that without having a college degree, it is because mm-hmm. a number of states, four of them, including California, make it possible to apprentice with a practicing lawyer or judge. 
I'm fine with that. Zero percent chance she passes. Yeah, yeah, boy, I, I don't know. I mean, unless she's a lot sharper than she's not. Now, <laughs> now, now, wait a minute. I'm, I'm aware that uh, I'm mortal and will someday be on my deathbed and will regret every single second I would have spent watching their idiot show. Right. Uh, having said that. Robert Kardashian was a smart guy, and the old lady's pretty bright, right? Yeah. So, Kim K, you know, she got the the bootay, but she doesn't have brains, Sean? You're saying she's a Well, do you think you're smarter or dumber than Kim Kardashian? And if you were to set out today to try to become a lawyer, don't you think that'd be quite an undertaking? Yes. Yes, it absolutely would. But She has some cultural understanding, perhaps some even business savviness, but in terms of lawyerly, book smarts, taking tests, passing things, no, I I don't believe she's bright. Is it an act? Is she playing dumb? No, no. She's not that good of an actor. Boobs and booty Kim Kardashian. (laughs) How old is she? I don't know how. I don't old know if she's twenty eight or fifty two. I don't know how old she is, but you're going to find out a lot more about how sharp she is. She's going to take the state administered test known as the baby bar sometime this summer. Oh. If she passes it would be that, really cute she can you know, study. Kanye and I both are K's, so just for us and our family, she can study. Not for... even the Kardashian thing. Even if okay. my mom never did that, right? And it was just Kanye and I. Right. I would still think it would be cute if him and I went with the K name, but. Right. Half of the names on our list aren't K's, oh. so I don't really. We're still. We still have time. I mean, <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> yeah. Your Honor, I would like to represent myself. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a death penalty. Right? I know. I know. I'll take the chance. <laughs> oh. She's thirty-eight years old. Okay. All right. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting a Getty show. The conscience of the nation. It ain't. If, if you tried to go back to school, it ain't easy. Once once you're out of it, once you're out of that mindset and grind. I saw Rodney I saw the documentary where Rodney Dangerfield did it. He was right. on the diving team, <laughs> nailed the triple Lindy. It didn't right. seem that hard. Yeah. So we'll see how she does. The triple Lindy. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, we got some more of those poll numbers we could go through from yet another poll. Do you want that? Eh, you probably don't want that. Yeah, it'd be all right. Uh how, how have we waited this long to get to the story? She went to the hospital for an infection. Doctors found four bees living in her eye. Oh! How's that even not Those of possible? you who drove off the road into a fiery wreck, I apologize. Oh, I found the problem. You know what the problem is? You got four bees living in your eye. Ah, that explains why it's been so uncomfortable. <laughs> There's only supposed to be two in there. <laughs> Doctor told me not to get bees in my eyes. Here. <laughs> Listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. two days we have a congressional hearing in which the questioned and the questioner don't really distinguish themselves and it, 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 it kind of uh, well it's kind of embarrassing to listen to really um what was the one we had yesterday who was talking to who about what remember that that, that was, was really Mnuchin good Nuchin and maxine waters oh, right. oh yeah right well can i leave i have a meeting you can leave so you, you oh if you want to go you can go well so you're saying the hearing's over no the hearing's over. well then ah. 
It just went on. This is similar. Now, I read this in print. I don't know how it's going to sound in audio. Maybe I'll have a different opinion. This is former presidential candidate, Secretary of State John Kerry. Senator. Would that it were. Would that it were. With his big job. Vietnam War hero. Um, Turned anti-war activist. Right. Metal chucker. Uh, being questioned by some Republican about climate change. They get into the climate change thing. Went like this. Secretary Kerry, I want to read part of your statement back to you. Instead of convening a kangaroo court, the president might want to talk with the educated adults he wants trusted to fill his top national security positions. It sounds like you're questioning the credentials of the president's advisors currently, but I don't think we should question your credentials today. Isn't it true you have a science degree from Yale? What's that? Bachelor of Arts degree. Is it a political science degree? Yes, political science. So how do you get a Bachelor of Arts in a science? Well, it's liberal arts education and degree. It's a bachelor. Okay, so it's not really science. So I think it's somewhat appropriate that somebody with a pseudoscience degree is here pushing pseudoscience in front of our committee today. I want to ask you... Are you serious? I mean, this I, is really a me, serious happening here. You know what? It is, it is serious. You're calling the president's cabinet a kangaroo court. Is that serious? I'm not calling his cabinet a kangaroo court. I'm calling this committee that he's putting together a kangaroo committee. What, are you saying that he doesn't have educated adults there now? I don't know who it has yet because it's secret. Well, you said it in your testimony. Anyway, it goes on oh, like that. I would listen to that for another 15 minutes. There's more. But it's, 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 this is it's, not a monkey court. <laughs> How do you like the whole well, the you. No, I will not yield to this monkey court or whatever this thing this is. This is not a monkey court. So how did you like the whole political science, Bachelor of Arts? It's, <laughs> it's, it's the point that... What, what are we doing here? It's Jerry Springerization of politics. It really is. And the president's at the heart of it. I freely admit that, but... <laughs> Oh, man, it's just, it's just gotten so dumb. <laughs> Maxine Waters yesterday. I have a meeting. I really have to go. Oh, you can go if you want. So are you gaveling it closed? Or you can go if you want. But I need to be excused. Well, if you want, you can go. <laughs> All right. Well, if it's over, you have to use your gravel, he said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me how to run a committee. Well, and, and they never really got to a, a serious discussion about global warming. And, and, you know, the more global warming, everybody knows this, the more eyeballs infested by bees, we'll say. <laughs> That's Tw- a good transition right there. 29-year-old woman had no idea why her eye was swollen shut. She was in unbearable pain and oh, could not see, stop tearing up. If my eye was swollen shut and I was in unbearable pain, I would be somewhat concerned about what had happened. Well, she said she was confused about why an issue she thought was an infection kept getting worse. Uh, and then then it turns out, and this really does... What's all the you know buzzing? What? You know this, what? <laughs> what? This What's really, all the buzzing? <laughs> the discomfort in her eye can easily be explained by the four bees that were living in it. Oh, that would explain the buzzing. Right, and the pain. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yep. Oh, there's a picture. Jeez, I didn't need that. All right, but get, <laughs> I didn't get, need get, that. get rid of it. It's the oh, little, my God. It's the uh, little bees. Halik uh, today, Jack, or as you know, the sweat bee. Did the doctor explain to them that, no, hey, the bees are more afraid of you than you are of them? <laughs> <laughs> Craving salt. The bees have been feeding off the woman's tears, the doctor said at a news conference. I feed off people's tears myself. Um, the insects had made a new home under her eyelid. That is, until they were removed alive. Jeez, you ever look in the mirror? Or, uh... 
Well, they'd kind of burrowed in, I guess. Um, so how'd she get bees in her eye? You know? Good question. That is a good question. I was visiting and tidying a relative's grave with my family, she told reporters. I was squatting down and pulling out weeds. Uh, she felt something get in her eye. Thinking it was only dirt, she cleaned her eye out with water and did not rub her eyes uh, for much of the rest of the day. Mm. And it began to get more and more painful, probably because of the bees living in her eye. Yeah. Mm. Well. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Calm oh, yeah. down. Hold my beer, say spiders. <laughs> right. Calm down. Wait. Time to up the ante. Who put bees in your eye? Calm down. <laughs> oh, and I was complaining earlier because I have a cold. This was a popular. My eyes are unbeed. A popular, popular song in the 70s won an Oscar for the best picture to motion picture called The Sting. Oh. oh, I get it. So there you go. Very complex, wasn't it, Michael? Any, uh, any song from the police would have been acceptable, given their lead singer's moniker. That's true. Well, that wasn't Certainly. the end. Of, I thought that was the end of the segment. Oh, you just played the sting for no particular. Okay. We got to do more? What? <laughs> more is needed. All right. So listen, uh, Chuck Todd is fully gone around the bend, correct? Chuck Todd of, of Meet the Press, sleepy eyed Chuck Todd. That sleeping son of a you know what. Who's still rocking the Caesar haircut like it's 1995. Still got that kind of thing going. So he's he's talking to colorful John Kennedy from Louisiana about uh, Bill Barr saying that there was spying. And and listen to this crap, would you? But no, 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 Senator, I guess the thing that. I guess I, when the Attorney General of the United the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of the United States of America, calls an FBI investigation spying, you know what that does to the perception of the FBI. That's toothpaste that's going to be very hard to shove back into that tube, calling the FBI a spying agency. And I know perhaps that isn't what he wanted to, to come across as, but it was an FBI investigation, and he's now calling it spying. Yeah, except, Chuck, that he immediately said, well, yeah, you could call us surveillance, and we just want to make sure it was justified. This issue exists only on cable news. And do I understand correctly? I think from what I listened to yesterday, she, the questioner, introduced the word spying. So that's how you got on that word. He didn't introduce the word. I believe that's correct. We have the longer clip of it. He says spying first. She says Wait, you're not implying there was okay. spying going on okay. to it, so it's hard to tell because the edits have started at different yeah. places when I've when I've listened to this. Right. Well, and then he goes on to say, using the word spying plays into the president's language that the Russian investigation to him is just a witch hunt. Every time they brought up this allegation, there's been zero factual basis for it. I, you know, well, we'll get past this 24-hour period of arguing over the word spying. I know. And then they'll determine whether dumb. or not they illegally surveilled. He's a sleeping son of a bitch, I'll tell you. Oh, Chuck that's Todd. That's the president of the United States right there. Talking about the host of Meet the Press. Sleepy eyes, Chuck Todd. And then you had Nancy Pelosi. Just, uh, how long will her witchery go on? Speaking of witch hunts, why is nobody hunted Nancy Pelosi? Do we have the clip of her talking about it? This just tires my hiney out. We got this text. If you think Assange being arrested today is just a coincidence with bar the bar bombshell from yesterday, you're missing a big part of the story. Oh, you're so full of crap. <laughs> 
is Joe's Please. opinion. There's a <laughs> bombshell. Nobody's even going to be talking about this in 25 hours, my friend. It's not that great a bombshell. Oh. They've been trying to arrest Assange forever. The new leader of Ecuador hates him and hates him being in the embassy, and they finally worked out a deal with the, the Brits. Well, I heard a cable news host the other day. I should have grabbed this, this uh, tape so we could have played it. Refer to... Uh, Homeland Security Director going, and then the Secret Service Director going. Mm-hmm. Very similar to the Saturday Night Massacre during the Nixon administration. I heard that myself. If you know that story, and if you don't, he, they fired oh. the Attorney General and blah, blah, blah. And it all worked out fine anyway. But It is very much like that, except that it's different com- in every significant way. Completely different on every level right. in terms of the impact of the country. But... So that's the sort of crap that gets said now. Yeah, seriously, dude. There are two stories of this significance every single day, except the days when there are three to eight of them. The whole, yeah, this timing is no coincidence. Oh, please. I don't know. We've heard Pamela Anderson's take on the Julian Assange thing. I'm withholding comment until Yasmin Bleeth and Carmen Electra chime in. Right. Nixon ordered his attorney general to fire the special counsel who was closing in on the fact that he was a crook. And the attorney general said, no, I'm not going to do that. And Nixon fired him. The Saturday Night Massacre. Um, that was a big deal. That was, that was a, we were in a bit of a, st- we were in a jackpot right there. <laughs> so unless <laughs> Kirsten Nielsen but- was about to fire Robert Mueller, which would be <laughs> an odd thing given her responsibilities, uh, then it has no relationship to it whatsoever. And the head of the Secret Service, I mean, so yeah, it's just, I don't know. We, we got a, the age of hyperbole. Yeah. And as you mentioned, Trump plays a role in the age of hyperbole, no doubt about it. Hell, he may be the ringleader. But we all just calm down now, people. Oh, I'm telling you, it's wearing me out. <laughs> so, so we got this text from earlier. I'm not going to set it up. If you weren't listening, it doesn't matter. Is this Motley crew? My disappointment continues to grow, this texter said. Then they texted back. Sure, you know the sting, but not wild side from Motley crew? Freaking weirdo. <laughs> I find that hilarious. <laughs> Need to expand my uh, my knowledge of pop culture, apparently. <laughs> I I just I can't stop smiling. As a fan of, of absurdity, I think we've reached some oh. sort of nirvana here. Oh, no doubt. God help us. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.